Welcome to Eat Drink Social. My name is Michael Moeller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and Courtney Sandora. We're a team over at Go Social, a PR and social media marketing firm with presence in both Louisville and Denver. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions or want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can check us out on our website at www.goforthbesocial.com. I'm joined now on the phone with Kim Irwin, a.k.a. at Denver She Wrote. Kim, uh, before we kind of get started into the meat of the interview, can you just kind of walk us through what your what your blog is and what your social media feed is and, and the kind of the things that you're, you're focusing on? Sure. Um, so Denver She Wrote is really um, just a blog that highlights different things around Denver. Um, it was targeted by... Myself and a partner, um, one of my very good friends, Jordan Jackson, um, we're both natives of Colorado, and uh, we just, we both work in marketing, she's in PR, um, and we were constantly doing things for our jobs to highlight different businesses throughout Denver, um, and we were like, why don't we take it to the next step and kind of, um, you know, just share what we want to share, share our favorite spots, but then even more than that, I know that um, you're pretty food focused, but we just wanted to share like best hiking trails and just really be a resource for new people coming to Denver with all of the population growth, um, just because we're asked all the time personally. So we just kind of wanted to, you know, share our findings, our favorites, and kind of the Denver classic spots um, with Denver residents. Yeah, and like you kind of touched on something I wanted to touch on later, but we'll talk about it now. Um, you mentioned that, you know, your, your account uh, is great for people that are moving to Denver. They might be considered transplants. Um, do you think that your let's, let's go with the social media audience. Do you think your Instagram social media audience is primarily individuals moving to Denver and they're looking for something to do, or maybe they're just visiting Denver? Do you have any idea of who your audience might be? Sure. I mean, that's kind of a tough question just because, um, you know, what, what designates somebody local? That's kind of one of those questions that are, you know, some people consider themselves natives because they've lived most of their life there here. But, um, I mean, I get a lot of engagement um, with people that are new to Denver or are visiting. Um, a lot of, I would say a lot of transplants do comment on certain posts and they're like, oh, this is great. I was looking for a place, um, you know, with the best Italian or looking for a place to get my hair cut. And this is awesome because I don't know anyone in Denver yet. So, um, with engagement, I would say that most people commenting are transplants. Awesome. What do you enjoy posting, um, about more? Is it the food stuff, the drink stuff, or kind of the more nature scene, the outdoorsy scene? Well, as you can probably tell, so, um, it's kind of a one man show now, Denver Shiro. Um, my friend had to, kind of steer off in a different direction. She was really growing in her career, and this was kind of a side hobby for us. Um, so I've just always kind of been a foodie. Um, I interned with Yelp and kind of worked with them for a little bit, so I was constantly reviewing different restaurants, and that's kind of where my passion lies. So I would say in the recent year, Denver She Wrote has kind of steered towards um, a foodie blog, but I definitely am always out there exploring, um, you know, doing going to different events around Denver, music events, art events, um, going on hikes. It's a very outdoorsy state. So um, I would say those have taken a little bit of a backseat when it comes to posting on our social media. But um, definitely 
I think food is taking over lately, but um, I try to encompass all things really Colorado. What year did you start the blog? Um, I would say it's about two years old now. Okay. So Instagram was obviously still like Instagram was a thing even two years ago. Um, I was just curious to see if you had, um, if you had insight on, you know, how, how difficult it may have been to get blog readers to the Instagram feed or vice versa and have, you know, Instagram, um, users know about the blog. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's definitely a challenge right now. Um, I would say people that are more invested, you know, friends and family probably follow the blog more. Um, but I don't know. We definitely have way more followers and way more engagement on Instagram. So it's kind of like that, I don't know, that hard hard place where you, I don't know which, who follows both, but um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely more followers on Instagram and I think people are a little bit more engaging when it just comes to photos and stories so sure. and on that topic do you um, do you post the same uh, imagery that you do on the blog as you do Instagram um, I definitely it? post most to Instagram okay cool I'll um, always you know, kind of have a preview post for um, different content that I'm posting on the blog but I would say it's one to every 20 to 30 posts on Instagram. Awesome. Uh, do you find yourself collaborating with, uh, with restaurants and brands? Um, yeah. So I would say I'm probably a smaller dog on the Denver food scene. Um, I definitely have been invited to different restaurant openings and, um, have been sponsors sponsor for different events. But, um, I mean, there's people that have, you know, sponsored content all the time and, like I said, I'm kind of a smaller dog. This is a hobby of mine, so I do it on the side of my regular job. So um, I probably could be doing more sponsored posts, but um, I also want to really keep it true to myself as well. You know, that's kind of the point of Denver She Wrote was really being able to share outside of um, the workplace what I really loved and not just, you know, the restaurants I was being paid to promote. Like, I just wanted to share... Um, you know, as a local, what are the classic places that maybe not everybody knows about? What's that dingy bar that you might pass by if you're just, um, you know, visiting, but if you're a local, you're like, oh, that's the best place. I have the most memories there. So um, I just really wanted to make sure to highlight those. And sometimes those those places aren't always um, on the influencer train either. So they wouldn't be getting sponsors to sponsor their um yeah their place so yeah absolutely so and, and i totally understand where you're coming from with that when maybe when a new brand might approach you that you know maybe they're new to the area or you've just never heard of them before what about them might make you want to work with them is there anything specific that you're looking for in in like the owner in in you know their style their ideas do you like freedom of creativity or do you want to kind of just be said yeah we're looking for this can you provide that Oh, I mean, I'm definitely a creative person, so um, I love, you know, trying new things, um, being able to promote in different ways, but I think when somebody approaches me, the first thing for sure is just making sure they're local, you know, um, we, I keep saying we, but it's me now, <laughs> but um, I do like a lot of outdoorsy things, I love to travel, and so, um, you know, when I do kind of post those more 
REI opt out side type posts. Um, mm-hmm. I've been approached by like glamping places in Utah wanting me to come out and stay, but I'm really just, you know, trying to keep it local. I am loyal to my state of Colorado. And so that's what the blog is about. So that's definitely the number one thing. If it's Colorado based, um, I love helping out smaller companies, you know, local companies, shop local, um, grow organic local foods. Like I love all of that. So um, as much as I can help out the smaller mom and pop shops, that's really what I'm going for. So I, I find myself in Denver once every couple of months now, probably. Um, and I'm sure I end up going to the places that are fairly new, uh, or, or at least new to the area. Um, and a lot of the, the transplants recommend, cause that's all I, or I know are transplants. So I don't really get to speak with too many, um, locals or, or people that have been there for forever, such as yourself. So if you could just, just for me right now, to maybe describe your perfect Denver day. What, what are you, what are you doing, eating, drinking, where are you hiking? Um, that's like local to the area, I guess. Uh, any, any suggestions on that for me? Yeah. I mean, Denver is so close to the mountains, so it's so fun to, you know, pop up to Breckenridge or pop up to Vail for a day. Um, I always recommend anybody visiting doing that for at least one day, but you can't really do that in a morning, you know, you should dedicate a full day to it. But, um, there's definitely places along the way I love up, up into the mountains, but if I'm just staying in the city, you know, I probably, um, I love hitting the farmer's markets on the weekends. We have really great farmer's markets. Um, one of my favorites is on Old South Pearl in Platte Park. Um, which is just kind of a smaller, quaint little neighborhood, and they close off the street and, um, you know, have food trucks, a ton of local vendors um, that have anything from succulents to vegetables to massage and arts and crafts, like just kind of covering all of the, you know, smaller local mom-and-pop shops, allowing them to come out and highlight their business at the farmer's market, and then they have, like, local bands that come out, so I really love doing that. That's usually every Sunday, I think. For the most part, generally from, I don't know, I want to say May to November, um, we have really nice weather here, as you probably know, most days, so um, those last quite quite a long time during the year. Um, So I go to those. Um, There's one at Union Station that's really nice as well. Um, There's lots to do downtown. Union Station is kind of booming right now for newer restaurants. Um, You know, Alex Seidel has a restaurant, Mercantile, that's pretty popular. Um, There's just a lot of stuff to do downtown. If you ride the light rail down, you can kind of hop around downtown. I don't, I kind of like sticking into the, in the smaller neighborhoods, um, like Platte Park. There's, um, I love sushi, so Sushi Den is down there that's like kind of a colorado staple classic place everybody goes there um you usually have to make a reservation to get in um they don't really take walk-ins much because it's so busy but Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know i could just take you on a whole meal day i guess (laughs) Uh, yeah i might take you up on that sometime though um actually i I am i'm I'm hiking my first 14er uh mount elbert when i go next month i'm excited about that very nice. Good for you. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, yeah, Kim, I really appreciate your time today. Um, I, I would recommend anybody listening to go check you out on, on Instagram and check out your blog as well, at Denver She Wrote. All right, so what do we think about that? 
Yeah, I think one of the big takeaways for me is that her comment about having, hearing a lot of people ask questions, where should they go? I'm new to the area. The fact that she recognized that and thought, here's a need, I can fill it. Um, I, I think it's great. It gives her blog a purpose. It gives her uh, Instagram account like a, du- a real direction to go in. And I think as a business, we want to think about what are the questions our customers are asking and how can we answer them? How can we provide useful information? Once you do that, I feel like you'll you'll get a really nice audience coming back time and time again. I also found it interesting that she said her friends and family and people more invested are the ones going to the blog, Um, but a lot of her engagement happens to be on social. And I think so often, and I'm I'm a proponent of building a website, don't get me wrong, I think you need it, but so often, you know, we get wrapped up in our own business and we think, well, people are, you know, looking at my website all the time, and when in reality, they're not waking up in the morning and going to yourbusiness.com. They are going, though, to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and so I think it's so important to engage with people where they're spending time but also have that richer experience, whether it's a blog or a website, when people do want more info. So I think you need both, but definitely I see social being the push you know, to your website or your blog. Yeah, to, to, to that point, the only time I ever find myself visiting brand websites is when I need to contact somebody. I don't typically like to reach out to a brand on, on social. Like I don't want to Facebook message them. I would much rather just email, even if it's a generic, you know, info at your business.com or whatever. I would much rather do that, uh, than reach out via social. But maybe I think I am kind of in the minority with that. Cause I think as far as customer service standpoint, it's just easier and you can forward that email on and, and get to the right person even, even quicker. But no, otherwise, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm looking at somebody's website for hours. I don't know. I mean, have one uh, for, for no other reason than just having good SEO. Uh, but yeah, you, you should have social available and then be putting all relevant news information about your business on both platforms. But yeah, all right. I think that uh, just about wraps this episode up. Guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time.